Lucky you, Pedalhead. You just found our bonus episode. <laughs> hey there, Pedalheads, and merry whatever holiday you celebrate this time of year. Uh, we are doing a bonus episode on different uh, winter holiday traditions from around different parts of the world. And this one's just going to be Clint and Derek because uh, we kind of know a lot about this stuff. And the other guys, nah, they don't care. So, yeah, uh, sound like it. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to go through some stuff that we remember and uh, some of the stuff we found that we might start implementing because uh, <laughs> it sounds fucking cool as shit. So, um, shit I definitely want to try. <laughs> right. All right, so yeah, go ahead. You start us off, Derek. What's the first one you got? So, uh, first one I got was some stuff from Japan, uh, especially after spending time in Okinawa. Mm-hmm. So, some of the traditions I found is, you know, like over here, we, we eat fruitcake. Well, some people eat fruitcake. <laughs> it's become a running joke over here. It really is. Yeah. They don't eat fruitcake. They eat strawberry shortcake, but they call it Christmas cake. And oh, it's nice. made a little differently, and it's not as sweet. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> but it's also like Japanese shortcake, so I I want to try it anyway because everything I had over there was ten times better than anything I've had here. Okay, that's fair. So there was that. Um, probably the weirdest thing I saw though, and it was one of those deals like when you search up, you know, J- Japanese Christmas traditions. Obviously, over there, there's not a whole lot of people who are Christian. Yeah. So. Like, the religious connotations don't go with Christmas. Right. So, apparently back in the 70s, it started. But nice. they will order weeks out to get KFC on Christmas. Specifically KFC. Wow. On Christmas. That's pretty interesting. And it's in Japan, it's like their busiest time of the year is, yeah. is Christmas. Hmm. So... Well, since on weird things about KFC, since we're on that topic, uh, when I was in Kuwait... They, uh, if you ordered from KFC and they delivered, because all the every place delivered, and you ordered biscuits, they'd send you hamburger buns. That's what they consider biscuits. And I'm like, that's Dang. not the fucking same, you guys. It's <laughs> killing me. But okay, uh, first one on my list is uh, the obvious, which is Krampus or Krampus or however. Uh, this one started in the Alpine region of Europe, around Switzerland, Austria, parts of Germany, Slovenia, Croatia, and Italy. Uh, the Krampus is a very tall, hairy, demon-looking guy with goat legs and goat horns and with an extremely long tongue. This thing's like five feet long. It's insane. Uh, he carries a sack or basket, uh, depending on which story you're going to, uh, chains and uh, something called a rutin, which is a bundle of birch branches. Uh, traditionally, he went around with St. Nicholas during Christmas time. Uh, St. Nick gave presents to good children, and the Krampus punished the bad children with beatings or stuffing them into a sack or basket to either drown them, eat them, or take them to hell, depending on uh, who's telling the story. Uh, some stories also say that he just leaves lumps of coal. Um, they have where the coal thing came from. Yeah, it's that makes more sense now. Oh, the more I dug into this, I was like, oh, this is where all our little stories come from. Yeah. Um, they do celebrate Krampusnacht, which is Krampus night on the 5th of December, and then St. Nicholas Day is like the 6th of December. But uh, yeah, Krampus has been, they made movies about him, he's been in different TV shows, he's becoming a more popular figure now, and I've always liked the thought of, you know, 
whereas our traditions were always, you know, well, bad kids get a lump of coal, you know, people over there were like, no, bad kids get beaten or dragged to hell. <laughs> yeah. And good children get candy. So it's like, yeah, it, there was definite a little bit repercussions of, yeah, of being a naughty kid. Well, what do you got next? Uh, next, I've got uh, Ireland. Um, some of these traditions have been dying out. Not all of them, but some of them. Um, but one of them is the laden table. It's like on Christmas, you know, everybody gets together. They'll have breakfast or dinner or mm -hmm. whatever. Uh, it was a tradition for a while for them to basically make another meal and set the table again in case any weary travelers went by. Oh, nice. And Ireland being Ireland, you know, very either Catholic or Protestant, depending on what part of Ireland you're in, uh, it was, their idea was literally so, like if, if Mary and Joseph, who were looking for shelter, came by, they would have a place to sit and eat. Oh, nice. Um, another one that's dying out over there is putting a candle in the window, same reason, looking for somewhere to sleep. Um... One of the ones I thought was pretty cool is Ireland has basically a second Christmas. They call it the Women's Christmas. Oh, yeah? It's January 6th, which is the end of the Christmas season. And basically, the women get to rest and the men do everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure that would uh, that would be welcomed a oh, lot absolutely, over here. Yeah. <laughs> but probably the, the, the best one and the most Irish-sounding tradition is the 12 pubs of Christmas. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and it didn't give much description on that, so I don't know if it's like you go to a different pub like over 12 nights or you visit 12 pubs in one night. Either way, I'm down for it. it yeah, I, I was... a great time. But, yeah. yeah. That... And over there, instead of, you know, milk and cookies for Santa Claus, they leave out Guinness and minced pie. I mean, I'm not so much on the Guinness. I don't really care for it, but I, I'm down for some mince pie. Yeah. Oh, those things are good. So. Oh. Well, I got uh, my next one would be the Belschnickel. It's from Germany. And then later on, the Pennsylvania Dutch, whenever they uh, it got moved over here to America. Um, I like the actual description of the Belschnickel. He is a crotchety, fur-clad bringer of Christmas gifts. <laughs> Everything says that he's a very ill-tempered person. Uh, he wears, like, shabby furs and robes and everything, and he wears a wooden mask. Um, and this one, uh, he's also known in other regions as Chris Kinkle. So that's Kringle. where we get the Chris Kringle from. Because I never understood where that name came from, but it's... Um, but he usually comes well before Christmas, like a week or so before... And he's looking for naughty kids. And when he finds a house that might have naughty kids, he beats on the door with his uh, with his hazel stick. He carries a stick made from hazel. <laughs> he beats on the door, and when the kids open it, they either have to sing or correctly answer a question of his. And if he's pleased with the song and they answer correctly, he'll throw cakes and candies on the ground that magically appear out of his pockets. Um, the kids are allowed to have the candy and cakes, but if they go for them too fast... When they're down there grabbing for him, he'll beat them with the stick while he's there. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, there's so many of these where it's just beat the children with a stick. Yeah. It's a punishment. And I'm like, it was, it was the whole, it was spare, spare the rod, spoil the child. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. But, uh, and again, a lot of these, um, they, they're pagan beliefs. It's yeah. A lot of this shit is, but yeah, I, I thought the bell was pretty funny. Because the Pennsylvania Dutch still 
Oh, do they? Really? Yeah, they they still go with this tradition. They'll have people dress up. Well, and, I know. I know. Uh, I don't know if it's Pennsylvania Dutch, but up towards like Pennsylvania, they still do. Uh, Krampus knocked. Oh, do they? Yeah, like they'll have a parade and there's. Oh yeah, I have seen the videos of those. Like, yeah, yeah like they Krampus. get elaborate too. Yeah, like good cosplay level mm-hmm. costumes. For yeah, them. so looks like a fucking awesome ass death metal concert. <laughs> yeah, right. Looks like a war freaking yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the topic of of, of Germany, um, some of the different traditions they do and these are the, some, one of the things I wanted to try is on here uh, they have they do an, like an advent wreath mm-hmm. where they'll but it's on the table instead of hanging off your door or something like that but they'll have candles for that and like they'll light one candle each Sunday until Christmas and then on Christmas there's a white candle in the middle that they light oh okay cool but the one I really wanted to try and I'm going to butcher the hell out of this because I haven't spoke German or taken any German courses since freaking high school, which is well over two decades ago. Yeah, we didn't put a disclaimer on this. We were probably butchering a lot of oh, these that, names yes. because we didn't get pronunciation yeah. guides. We're trying. <laughs> probably horribly, but we're yeah. trying. Uh, but the, it's called Führerzangenball. That sounds pretty close. It translates to Fire Tongs Punch. Okay, I'm in. You're right. It is wine fruit juice and rum it's like a mold wine but with more of a kick okay yeah i'm i'm looking up a recipe for that one. nice yeah we yeah. need to have that for our uh our get together mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's what i found for germany's little weird traditions <laughs> uh, i'm gonna bring this one up just because it's been uh <clears throat> a pretty big controversy the last few years and it's um Zwarte Piet, or Black Piet, um, from uh, Luxembourg and areas in that area. It's the the main controversy about it is, I mean, if you know a lot of the Alpine region and Eastern Europeans, uh, they're white, like very white, and uh, whoever plays Zwarte Piet um, has to put blackface on with a fake curly wig because the original the tradition of black pete was he was a spanish moor okay and he was he was a you know he was a black person and so he's a companion of saint nicholas um kind of like krampus is um but yeah not only do they put on blackface in the wig but they put on bright red lipstick Oh, so it's like full on 1950s. Black yeah, face. with big hoop gold earrings and oh, stuff wow. like that. It's it's very, <laughs> and I'm like, and there's they have a lot of controversy over it, and it's um, a lot of people are just saying like, you know, it's our tradition, it's just for fun, you know, etc. And everybody's like, guys, seriously, blackface isn't cool anymore. <laughs> Can we please stop? So, but I did find out they are. Um, they have changed him to, and this one's going to get butchered all to hell. It's Rodvig Piet or Sooty Pete. And it's now um, whoever's playing uh, Black Pete just rubs soot on their face okay. to show that they've been climbing through chimneys and stuff. Okay. So it's That's... they don't do a full black face. It's just he's got smudges of crap all over his face, and you can still see you know, his very European white skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so instead of doing the the blackface, like the the horrible, horrible. Oh, it's face. yeah. If you look up Black Pete from you know, you, it's it's bad. It, yeah. You've seen Soul Man, yes, from the eighties. It's it's a lot like that. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
was gonna say instead of getting like doing blackface, why don't they just get a black dude to freaking? You know, you would think that would be so much There's easier. There's plenty of black Europeans over yeah. there. It's just like, nope, they want to do a white dude in blackface. Yeah. And it's tradition. Yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what else you got? Uh. So I looked up some of the Welsh stuff. Um. And again, I'm gonna butcher most of this. It's fucking Welsh. I'm gonna think yeah, a Welsh can speak Welsh. it, right? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's one of those ones is you can speak it, but you have to be drunk to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. So apparently, one of the things they do is called the calling, and it actually takes place after Christmas, but it's almost trick or treating. Okay. But young boys. From dawn till noon on New Year's Day, will go around carrying three-legged totems. They didn't give a whole lot of description on why. Uh, chanting rhymes and splashing people for with water and asking for calendaring, which is gifts of small change. And, but like they'll go up to the, and knock on the doors and they'll ask. Now, didn't, they didn't say much about what the rhymes were and what the had to do with the water. <laughs> I don't know why you would splash somebody with water in January. It just kind of sounds like a dick move. It but, does, but it sounds like fun. And that, well, kind of. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's that's where they think part of trick or treating came from. Oh, nice. So, um, something else I wanted to try, and this is also I'm going to butcher it. Uh, it's called Vassal or Wassel. Mm-hmm. Wasseling. And it's uh, an ornate bowl filled with fruit sugar and spices and warm beer of course their warm beer probably tastes a hell of a lot better than our warm yeah. beer because it's probably supposed to be warm in the mm-hmm. first place but yeah that's that's another one of those deals that i want to try that <laughs> and then of course i'm sure most people who have been on the internet know who mary lude is um the kind of story behind it from what i saw is or at least why Mary Lou shows up is uh, it's supposed to be the gray mare of good luck. Okay. And if she, the Mary Lou shows up to your house, they'll knock on the door and you have a rhyming battle of insults. So basically you have a rap battle with a horse skull. Yeah. And if you lose, they drink all your booze and then they yeah, dip I'm out not, yeah i'm not down with that yeah that, that's honestly the scariest christmas tradition there is out there <laughs> somebody coming in and drinking yeah just drinking all my fucking booze yeah shit ain't cheap and uh but it's supposed to bring you good luck right. for the rest of the year which is most traditions is either good yeah. luck or good fortune good harvest next year whatever so well, I found one. Uh, it's in a eastern region of Switzerland called the Appenzell. Uh, yeah, I said Switzerland, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's called, again, I'm going to butcher shit. It's called Sylvester Claus, and it is a parade and festival to celebrate St. Sylvester Day or New Year's Eve. Okay. That's what they do. Um, this one gets, this is very elaborate so what they'll do is they um they'll have people dress in three different types of sylvester claus gear um you have the shone which is the beautiful or shown again don't notice um these are people that dress in ornate headgear and very fancy local traditional clothes um you have the show 
which is the pretty ugly. And the costumes are made of twigs, ivy, moss, or uh, anything naturally occurring. And they also have masks and stuff made of the same stuff. And then you have the wushta, which is the ugly. Um, these are costumes similar to the uh, show wushta, but they're a lot coarser. They're bigger, and their headgear is more of a wild appearance. And they will, uh, they all, you know, it's, they usually do it in packs of six. And they wear, like, big bells on their costumes. I mean, like, foot-tall bells and stuff. Yeah, and they'll walk around with huge bells on sticks, and they ring bells, and they're parading through town and all this. Um, And they all have masks, and the shown are doll-like masks, very pretty, like, China doll Mm -hmm. kind of things. Um, The uh, show Wusta wears, like, ones that are really well-crafted, made out of, like, wood and stuff like that. And then the uh, Wusta are just scary as shit masks. Just scary. Scary people. Um, Yeah, they just pretty much parade through the towns, ringing bells and singing a slow yodel. And that's what they do for New Year's Eve. I wonder if that whole, like, having three of the same character, essentially... Is because there you like you'll find that throughout several parts of mm-hmm. the world where you'll have three different characters who are the same character but they're not the same character. Right. Yeah, like in an old Irish folklore, you had the what was it the Morgan, uh, was it the Morgan, Bridget and Diana, who were all supposed to be the same person, just different faces of the same person. Huh. So. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah. Christianity's Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy yeah. Spirit, same person, yet one's the dad, one's the... Anyways. Yeah. Not going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. But it is interesting to look at. It is. So. You got another one? I don't think I do. I think I only got those. Yeah. Okay. I got to, I got a couple more. And this one, this one I'd actually like to try, but I'm pretty sure that it would never take off here. It's called Yule Bucking. It's a Scandinavian and Northern Europe tradition, um, and it's done between Christmas and New Year's. And people wear masks and costumes, like really nice stuff, and they go door-to-door singing Christmas songs. The people that they knock on the door of, they have to guess who's in the costumes and give the singers candies and stuff. If they can't guess everybody who's in the costume, somebody from the house has to put on a costume and join their group and keep going door to door every time. So you could end up with like a group of like 50 people singing songs oh, before God, you would be done. But I'm like, oh, I could try. I, I would do that. But that ties in with the, um, the Yule Goat. I guess in a lot of this area too. Um, I didn't write down a whole lot of stuff on this, but it's a... Uh, more Scandinavian, but it's to represent like the twin goats that Thor oh, okay. had Carrie's thing. Um, as a sign of good luck, they'll have a goat ornament and they'll put it on their tree and everything like that just to help, yeah. you know, good luck into the next year. Yeah. That's, that's what most yeah. traditions are. Most of them are. It's like this one. Um, I was done researching everything and I was talking to a friend of mine and she was asking me what I was researching. I said, Christmas traditions, you know, from all over the place. And she's like, oh, she's like, one of my favorite traditions is the Christmas pickle. The Christmas pickle? Yeah, that was my response. I'm like, what the fuck? I've never heard of a Christmas pickle. Um, Apparently, that is an actual tradition. It was actually built here in America. Everybody keeps trying to say that it was built in Germany, but there's nobody that can identify saying where this started in Germany. They figured out that... um, it started like in the late 1800s with Woolworths, and they were selling stuff. And to try to help sell more ornaments, 
they made these glass blown pickles and they started a tradition with that. And you can find them anytime you go into a store that sells Christmas ornaments, there's always a pickle. There's a pickle ornament somewhere because I guess this is a tradition that people do and I've never heard of it. Huh. So this tradition goes, uh, an ornamental pickle is placed on the tree and on Christmas morning, whoever finds the pickle gets an extra present or is said to have good fortune all year. And so Hallie says that what they do is they hide the pickle in the tree, and then whoever finds it, they got a little bonus present for them that morning. That's kind of cool. Yeah, um, I would start that one. That's that. That's it. I, I was thinking about getting a Christmas pickle this year. Yeah, but uh, Berrien Springs, Michigan, billed itself as the Christmas pickle capital of the world, and it held a Christmas pickle parade every year from 1992 to 2003. I want to know what the Christmas like when you have a parade. What does the Christmas pickle look like? Because the only thing I'm thinking is like pickle Rick with a Santa yeah, Claus hat on. That's all I can see, and it's it's. I was like, that is the most ridiculous tradition yet. And not really. I was going to say, not. ever since Seinfeld came out, you know, people do. Oh, the, the Festivus. Yeah, Festivus. We celebrated that for a couple of years. That yeah. was fun. Doing the airing of grievances. Oh, that was that was the best. I think I'm still like fucking champ because I don't think the kids in Romanda was ever able to pin me to the floor. Yeah. So. Yeah. May have tried to a few times. Of course, when she was doing it, she was like three years younger. So it was <laughs> yeah, a seven-year-old trying tiny. to pin somebody. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not. She was trying. <laughs> yes. Yes, she did. But that's all. Uh. Yeah. That's all the traditions I looked up. I mean, after a while, I start looking through it, and it's a lot of the traditions just start blending. Yeah. It's that it, everything starts going together all at once, and a lot of them, if you look at it, oh, okay, this is why we do this on Christmas, is because, yeah. you know, they ripped this off from the pagans, and it. it <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, uh, I looked into some of the Japanese ones, and. Honestly, the wording got so screwed up that I was like, there's no fucking way. I can't. Yeah. I can't do that. Um, so, yeah. Uh, if you guys have any Christmas or holiday traditions that you'd like to share, you can email us. Crossbowsincarnationsgmail.com. Message us on Instagram. Message us on Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Um, we'd be happy to share yeah. with anybody. You know, you send in something, we'll, uh, we'll gladly put it out on an episode and, you know, talk about everybody's favorite holiday traditions that they do. I mean, it could be something weird. I mean, um, some people don't have, like, we had the uh, tradition of opening one Christmas present on Christmas Eve, no. and Amanda never did that. So, you know, whenever we got married and had kids, we started doing that with the kids, and I'm like, man, we always fucking do that. One small present on Christmas Eve. Yeah, well, you have something to tide you over and make mm -hmm. you go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're, uh, always out there to hear new things and we might try it yeah if it's really cool we might actually start implementing it ourselves and spread that shit around yeah so all right guys well we thank you for listening and uh have a happy holiday on whatever you celebrate i'm not particular on anything you celebrate it how you want to as long as you're having fun yep. <laughs>